Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you'd have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily and today we have a bit of a switch up. Remy, our dear Remy, is out of the country and she won't be back for a couple weeks, but have no fear because joining me in her place is another member of the DST family, the fabulous Lauren Hope Crass. Oh my God, it's me, the fabulous Lauren Hope Crass. Thank you for having me. Remy, we miss you. Come back soon. Miss you. But I am so excited to be here and I'm more excited to introduce today's guest. I'm a personal fangirl. (laughs) Sorry to be creepy. Um, (laughs) But she is a fitness instructor, a business owner, a mom, uh, everything fabulous person. And a good friend of mine, please welcome Jesse Diaz Herrera. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. So excited yes. to have you. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So for our listeners who don't know you, can you tell us about how you got into the world of fitness and dance and how you created your event group, Power Plus Wellness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... First of all, hello, beautiful people. Hey. Like, this is so cool. Okay. Just so, want to say the energy in here for yeah. our listeners is like so hot. It's like, girl gang. It's real girl gang vibes. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I started, uh, well, for me, I've always been in dance and fitness. That's kind of been my whole shtick since I was a kid. I was in ballet, tap, and jazz. Mm, um, the triad. Oh, the like, I was that I was that dance school kid. My mom was a dance mom. Like, we were out there, recitals, like all of yes. that. <laughs> I have insane photos of like us and tutus all the little outfits (laughs) so great the outfits are the best oh my god so great i still look at it today i'm like you were killing it like why can't we wear this now (laughs) right so you know i was always kind of in that realm you know actually it was a time this is very interesting uh but when i hit puberty and like around that time fitness or dance specifically was becoming like different for me whereas I was in ballet so a lot of the times it was like you know I was growing boobs were growing mm-hmm. I was just I was maturing and also just becoming into like the body type that I am now mm-hmm. um and you know for a ballerina at that time especially in the 90s oh my gosh <laughs> right? it's like we forget like we were I mean I don't know I'm a millennial so like I was as a 90s diet culture kid You're right among other Same. millennials yes, yeah, yeah, yes, right? so like we're in this together yeah. cool 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 so you guys already know we're also traumatized you don't have to set the scene you're there <laughs> but yeah and so you know in a in a way that I love dance and I loved to, I was also playing sports at the same time. So it was like this, I, I have ADHD. Wow. So like my parents were like, we need to keep this child busy because mm-hmm. her energy is just like too much. Right? Yeah. And at the time there was like, you know, we didn't, they didn't know about ADHD. It was all AD, ADD at the time anyway. They were like, she's so, excited. Yeah, they were like, just, just girls, too much energy, throw her into everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I was in, you know, I was in dance, I was in sports, but I realized like as my body started to develop, um, dance was becoming difficult for me and not because of my body, but because of what other people were because saying about me. Yeah, I mean, I had my own teachers who I loved, adored, looked up to because they were my dance teachers that I right. were dancing since I was the age of six mm-hmm. and I'm turning 13 and I'm applying for the teen like yeah. ballet program with the Academy of Ballet. And they're like, yeah, you did great, but we want you to lose weight. I hate that. You know? Really? They yeah, straight up told 12, you. At 12 years, like 12, I was turning 13. So I remember I was 12 years old. Like it was like right before my 13th birthday. And I was like, but the funny thing is at the time I was like, okay. Well, you don't know because you're 12. I want to impress you yeah. and I'm going to do this. And yeah. what does a 12 year old, you what is dieting as a 12 year old, which is another whole nother conversation, but I just skipped meals, right? Yeah. So I actually, the, this whole, I'm saying this all because it, it, it all relates, but you know, um, my, 
I, I ended up skipping meals. I fainted. And my mom was like, hey, what's going on? Yeah. My mom's a New Yorican. All right. If, y'all don't, if you guys are from <laughs> yeah. New York, like she is a Bronx, Puerto Rican, yeah. like born and raised in the Bronx. Nobody messes with her daughters. Yeah. No one. Ah. <laughs> okay. Like that's she's like, my daughters are everything. Mama bear. Yeah. So like when I told her like what had happened, she had like, Sto- we lived like six blocks away from the dance studio. So she like stormed in there, like cursed everybody out. In her like, nightgown Nobody with tells her coat my on. daughter what to eat, what to say. Yes. Like she, and then, but at the time I was like, I felt like she ruined my life because I was so like, oh. oh my God, I want this. So I actually dedicated my life to sports after that because I dropped out of dance and I said, you know, well, sports never let me down. Like, right. Even though, because I was always in a, po- my body is always po- like naturally powerful. Like mm-hmm. I'm a very strong, naturally strong person. And everyone has like naturally different capabilities, yes. right? Some people are just naturally athletic, naturally strong, naturally fast. Mm-hmm. I've always been really strong. And so in sports, I, that was so celebrated. My body was like not uh, pinned against me in that kind of way. And so I really kind of dedicated my life to f- sports, uh, even through college. But in college, I found dance again, this time in hip hop. And a more accepting like community. Right. You know, when you're in college, everyone's like all in the same boat. We're all there. And actually the dance groups have to be like one of the most diverse groups on college campuses. Totally. Like we see just like all walks of life come together. Um, and so really like this has been a journey with my body mm-hmm. and with movement where it's like I've felt this constant tug and pull of like, I love this so much, but why am I being criticized? Yeah. You know, like even in dance. Because you need to feel safe too. Totally. When you're, you know, moving your body and doing what brings you joy. You don't want to be criticized for how you look. Oh my God. Like that ruins A hundred percent. Even in like college, we did like dances and they would like, here, here's the costume. And it only came in like up to a large. Oh. I would have to like call... I had this woman in Ohio that would make costumes for me. Like I paid her to make costumes. God bless for this me. woman in Ohio. Yeah, shut up. I know. Oh I wish I remember gosh. her name. So long ago. But I say this all to say, like, this is I started Power Plus Wellness because there was a desire to like want to move in a space that wasn't critical yes. of my body, of my like because I've I've always been in these spaces where I felt empowered in in one way, but mm-hmm. then felt criticized in others. And so I was like again, I was always naturally athletic and I started to do dance fitness, which kind of like meld the two together. Right? I love me some Zumba. <laughs> Can I just say, yeah, I haven't done it in a long time. You know, but... and so, yeah, but that's kind of, because I've always been in movement. I've always been in dance. And so when I started to do dance fitness, it was really coming from a place of like, there's not enough space spaces to just jiggle and have fun. Yes. And to not worry about what you look like in the mirror or worry about how the person is dancing better than you next to you mm-hmm. or, or just this competition that we constantly play with ourselves. And it's not just, it's all of us. It's not just anyone. And, you know, I, I say that myself in a plus size body, but we all compare ourselves very much so to everyone around us. Yes. You know, so <clears throat> starting Power Plus Wellness kind of came after really just, uh, you know, I've been in the dance fitness space and I was doing these classes, but they were also like, I love weightlifting. I love uh, Pilates. I love to do these other things that I felt other people were scared to do yeah. in bigger bodies. Totally. And it was because of this perception, this perception of, I don't oh. want to try any of that yeah. stuff because yeah, yeah, yeah. of my body size. Totally. Also as a plus size person. Like it's I don't just, feel safe in those places. Well, yeah, two things, especially if you're a beginner, right? If you're yeah. not someone who's exercised or had a bad relationship with exercise or movement, mm-hmm. right? And you're coming into a place as an adult where you're saying, okay, I'm going to try something. I'm going to go back to the gym or I'm going to go back to this after I've had clarity in my own life about what I want to do, right? Yes. Or what goals I want for my body. It's still a scary thing. And so... It was really coming from all these experiences that I've had from childhood to even as an adult, being an instructor myself, being mm-hmm. uh, not included in, you know, rejected for in gyms and stuff like that as an, to be hired as an instructor. You know, things I've oh I faced in my own life Yeah, that I was like, I and I feel like it's a very New York thing to do. Like, we're all hustlers over here. So I'm like, oh, you don't want me? I'm going to create my own space. Right. Like, me and like, my seven jobs. <laughs> yeah. Which is way easier said than done, by the totally. way, to oh, yeah. create Absolutely. your own space. But you know what? Speaking of jiggle, yeah. one of your more popular classes is called Free the Jiggle, yeah. which is a great name. I love Isn't that it? one. It's, it's a great name. Can you tell us about that class? Oh, my God. I'm gonna, I would love to tell you how even how that's that stems. <laughs> like, it was so random. So, like I said, I was teaching dance fitness for a while. I was actually teaching choreography classes and all this stuff. And then the pandemic hit. And, you know, everyone was, like, in this kind of frenzy. And I was like, what, a, you know, what am I going to do? How can I contribute? to this, like, how can I bring peace or bring light in this dark time, right? 
And so we decided to do like every day I did 10 minute live Instagram classes. And I didn't was, know that's when it started. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, it's, I it's mean, I, like for how free the jiggle started. Free the yeah. jiggle, yeah. And so it was just like one of those things where I was like, okay, let's just do something fun. Like I didn't have anything planned. We would just dance and then we started making up choreography and it was it became a thing. Yeah. And I remember we just like, it was like, you know, I'm like not feeling it. I didn't really need to shake it out, mm -hmm. right? And we're like saying stuff. And I'm like, I need a jiggle. And like, people are like, we need to free the jiggle. And we're like, literally, that became like the comment. It's so that liberating. That people would start saying. And they're like, free the jiggle. And like, we just started saying that almost every class. And I was like, this is the name, this is the name <laughs> of the class, free the jiggle. And I, I mean, it actually holds a lot of different meanings, right? Jiggle one, because we're so afraid to like let loose sometimes, especially as women. Um, you know, just like this persona that we always have to keep. And it, it's nice to just let loose and like mm -hmm. jiggle your body, but also jiggling, flailing your body wakes up your lymphatic system, wakes up like happy hormones, relieve stress in your body, mm -hmm. like uh, blocks uh, oxygen and blood flow around your body. Like you can twerk stress away, okay? Ooh, twerk the stress <laughs> like, away. Like this is real, this is science, okay? That, also, that's another working science. title for another class. <laughs> twerk the stress away. It's the title for the episode, but... I, I'm a big fan of Free the Jiggle. I've done it a couple times, virtually and in person. And first of all, thank you for inventing that. I feel uh, so empowered. Thank you. When I go to those, my, I think one of my favorite parts is, so Jesse does affirmations in the class. And I love it when you do, um, you know, we start with, I love my arms. Yeah. That's my Jesse impression. <laughs> I love my arms. I love my hips. But when you do, I love my belly, mm. it is so healing for me mm -hmm. because I feel like as big girls, we just, we're taught to hate our bellies. You know, it's like everybody will be like, oh yeah, big tits and ass. And it's like, okay, I know you guys like that, but like. But there's something in between there. There's this other big boob in the middle. <laughs> That is also lovable and cute and fun. It's so cute. But especially in fitness <laughs> classes, cute. you're always trying to compress it. Like, yes. We're always yeah. wearing totally. these like tight high leggings that are mm -mm. meant to compress the belly. And like in other fitness spaces, I've definitely experienced like discomfort mm. and um and concern about like how it would look Absolutely. to jiggle certain areas. Yeah. Oh, the, you got to, the class is so fun. We're like flapping our, uh, yeah. what's it called? Your wings? Yeah. Your <laughs> chicken wings. Our chicken wings. And <laughs> so how we start Free the Jiggle, we always start with this like body love song. And it's really, so uh, Free the Jiggle is very silly. <laughs> and I feel you have to lean into the silliness in order to feel free, right? Mm -hmm. And so we start with being very silly because naturally we're so always in, inside of ourselves and afraid to be silly, afraid to look dumb. It's not like we're afraid to look dumb. Totally. And I like we put that in the forefront, like say we're, you're going to start by looking silly, right? You're going to mm -hmm. start by sh like shimmying. You're going to start by jiggling your arms. You're going to start by like smacking your booty. There are things. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Fun. You know, there are things. You're, and we're we say that. like, I love my arms. I love my legs. I love my hair. And it's I say that I, I always tell people you don't have to believe that you do. And the crazy thing is we say so many negative things about mm -hmm. ourselves in our heads constantly, right? And we hear this all the time that our thoughts become our, our reality. And so we start to believe these thoughts in our head. But there's a freeing thing where like all my thoughts are not true to like understand that my even though I'm creating these thoughts, they are not true. Right. Right. And so but by saying like if I can say those negative things and try to believe it to the true, why can't I say positive things about myself and yes. start to believe that to be true? And so it might sound silly to say I love my belly or I love my thighs, even if you don't believe it. But that's the first step. It helps in me saying, love my belly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and listen, I know I'm, I'm like, sometimes body positivity can be like toxic, right? We're like, right. You must love yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that you have to love yourself, right? But it's a starting point to say, like, you know, I'm deserving of mm -hmm. love. Like, I'm deserving to say that I that I love it, even if I don't believe it right now. I'm in church yeah. right now. Thank you, Jesse. <laughs> well, and that also kind of like it shifts the tone. It shifts totally. the, the intention of the workout. And it's no longer like I am doing this to change my body because I'm already I'm already loving it. So I could see doing that a few times even would start to change your association mm -hmm. with exercise. Totally. The endorphins you get off that class are insane. Like it's yeah, because I know working out gives you endorphins. But when you do a workout class with affirmations with Jesse and all the girls are plus sized as well, mm -hmm. it's just like this little fat, happy exercise bubble you know it's like i want to live there forever that's um. so awesome
This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life, so it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber. To improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Curious for our straight size listeners who are here, also our lovely straight size co host, Emily. Yes. Is there a space for straight size people in Free the Jiggle or is it meant to be a protected space for plus size bodies? No. So, yeah, it's so funny. I even. Free the Jiggle and Power Plus Wellness, like so. Power Plus is our whole wellness company, and Free the Jiggle is like my dance class. But yeah. we also we also operate under Power Plus Wellness as well. But like, we're plus size focused. Yes. We're not plus size exclusive. Got so, it. Um, I always say like that. You know, you never want to be the excluded person, right? Mm-hmm. But I also want to value and and hold sacred space yes. for plus size people. So knowing if you're straight size and want to come t- to see the magic and like want to be a part of it, come. <laughs> And come as an ally, because that's the thing is like we need more we allyship. We need skinny allies. Yeah, please. I just saw this post about you know this trainer who it's was straight size and was like saying like I don't promote weight loss and I and yes. and I know that I come from a thin white privileged body and I'm saying that. But we need as a, thin as white as trainers person. to say yeah. stuff like that because that's who a lot of people are listening to. Well, it's just hard because I think sometimes when I spit out, I can spit out to you scientific facts, like things that I've researched, mm-hmm. things that I know as a person, you know, as a trainer, as an instructor, I, you know, I'm an ace ambassador. I'm someone who's like in this. And I can tell you a million things. So someone could look at me and say, how do you know this stuff? Like I could mm-hmm. look at you and say, that's not true. Just based on like how I'm perceived. Right. right. But, you know, y- again, you look at, you know, another straight size candle part who can say the exact same thing I'm saying. And it's like, yeah, I believe that person. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just sometimes hard to break that barrier and sometimes it just is important for other people to say like yeah there's space for everyone and I also think sometimes too that what what we find is that like straight size people and plus size people have the same internal issue totally it's actually mm-hmm. not the, the the difference is that we are more exposed to outward hate outward yes. I really appreciate that answer I, yeah. I love like hearing that I would be welcomed into a class, but I also would understand if you said no, like we want it to be a protected space for plus size people because of those issues, because in a lot of traditional workout classes, you will often only see one or maybe two plus size people totally. and it's got to make you feel a little bit alienated. So yeah, I would I'm also understand. Person. Yeah, totally. I was that person. Like, yeah, especially because my schedule was so different. Like I was doing the day classes, like day workout classes, and I was legit the only plus size. And, and everyone's the only stare. person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the only person of color, too, which is kind of crazy. Like, I'm like, I'm hitting two tokens at <laughs> once here. Yeah. And that's really, again, the the reason why we created Power Plus Wellness. I will tell you, like, I would say about 90% of our customers are plus size, mm-hmm. but we have 10% who are not. Right. And I would say they're in the mid to, to, to straight size. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone knows like mid size is like, you know, eight to 12 or yeah, eight to 14. Yeah, it's a hotly 14. debated it term. Is a hot, it is a hot debated term. 
Um, but people identify with, so I want to, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, we respect, we respect, <laughs> respect how the people labels. identify. Again, though, like I said, it's, I want to, it's a, I want to protect the space, but I also know that like allyship does matter. And when I say mm-hmm. that we partner with studios and not all of our instructions are plus size, right? right? Okay. And so the one thing that we, that I think we do really well is bring in plus size instructors who, who are not getting like their fair chance at like, mm. you know, uh, having, their own studio or having more class consistency. And so we have most of our instructors that we bring into our studio are plus size or plus size adjacent in that they were or that they have trained plus size people that they're in the space. And now that we've gotten, you know, more pop, you know, more popular in this space, studios are reaching out to us being like, hey, we want to work with you guys. And yeah. that feels so good. Like we were the ones seeking these people out. I was going to try out classes. I was going to places that I knew were like, favorable to mm-hmm. just to all body types and were like and offered modifications that were just like very loving to to my experience yes. and i'm not a and i'm and i say that and i'm not even a beginner right like i've been in fitness my whole life no you're so, like a full-time pro like <laughs> well, badass. Say, but but i'm saying like because i'm not a beginner so when i'm coming into these spaces i have to also like take it out of like if i'm new to this mm-hmm. how is it gonna feel in as a plus size person, as someone who was just working, trying Pilates for the first time. Mm-hmm. Pilates yeah. was so scary to me. I mean, it's scary for a lot of reasons. <laughs> I've compared it to BDSM before, List, like with all the, the, the contractions and chains. Yeah. yeah, it's like totally. It, it, it's a little bit intimidating. Yeah, I agree. And then I didn't even know what reformer Pilates was. I was like, what is this contraption looks insane to find out it was actually better for yeah. at least for me or for a lot of people to like work on performer Pilates mm-hmm. and now it's one of our most like we have like three classes a month now probably going to four or five of, of just Pilates classes uh, because oh, they wow. constantly sell out and they love it and so it's it's really cool to see just how people are seeing movement and how people are like wow I can do this my body feels good doing yes. this and, I want to do this more plus size instructors and plus size people in the classes is is super helpful i think a good comparison to like the fact that there's you say it's like 90 percent plus size 10 percent straight size it kind of reminds me of like how the women in comedy festival in boston they have men in the festival but it's just like a couple so it's just like this because you're so used to being the only woman in a comedy yeah. show and you're used to being the only plus size person in a fitness class but it's just like the balance is is just a little bit more flipped let me tell you this is a very interesting so one time i had someone come to my free the jiggle class from with a friend who was the friend was plus size yeah. and she was not and right. she was ve- she started to come visibly uncomfortable in the class like and I was like hey, she's like am I allowed to be here it's <laughs> like totally and I welcome was like, to our world but yeah yes. and that's right what, but I that, and I said like you know. I want you to think about like why, and we, we had a very, it, was, it wasn't like oh, I'm negative sure it was at all. It was a very positive conversation. Yeah. But it was like that thought that you just had, like that's like something that like I do, a like that's a experience. daily thing. Yeah. And like it was a very like eye-opening experience mm-hmm. for that person to be like, wow. Yeah. And they ha- we had a great time, but it was definitely like, they can tell, once they said it, I, they, it will almost hit themselves in their head like, <laughs> I probably, yeah, that's like, you know, I don't know if I should have said no, that. No, it's like, a great conversation <laughs> a great conversation, sorry, yeah. yeah. You know, that. Lauren was actually telling me a story about being in one of your classes and there was a straight-sized person in there. And, you know, and and like you said, you guys are like jiggling the arms, shaking the chicken yeah. wings, whatever. And it was so, it was so funny the way that you told it to me, like how you were encouraging this oh, woman. I was like, yeah, woman. it was like all plus-size girlies. And then there was one straight-sized girl who was just like, Trying to get yeah anything to jiggle, and I was like, "You can do it." <laughs> I see Look, some, you got I a see some jiggle. fat here. <laughs> you got a little jiggle, shake it out. <laughs> We're all jiggling together. Oh no, yeah, it's, and it's not really about just jiggling fat. It's just more about just jiggling. Like I said, your body. Like I said, you know, there is. I know. So I just like many. the fat part. And yeah, jiggling I your spirit. I love that. Yeah. Our spirits need a jiggle as well. Totally. So, do you ever? Do you ever not feel like working out? Do you ever feel like do you have a 100%. class scheduled and you're like, I. How do you get through that? I don't want to teach sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've wondered this. You seem so like, let's yeah, go, no, girl. This is, this is like such imp- talk I get to give myself sometimes before I like. <laughs> really? Yeah. This is we like all feel great that. intel because I always wonder this about exercise instructors because they just seem like energizer bunnies. Mm-hmm. I just imagine they're like doing jumping jacks all the way home. <laughs> no, you know what? Okay, think of it like a teacher, right? Like you see a teacher teaching the kids and like they're always have to be like, on on yeah and I said so 
I will say like one thing for me, I've, I've always feel like I give off good energy and like, and I yes. also just feed off of other people's energy. Like if I see you're happy, I'm getting like more excited. Yeah. And so a lot of the times even I start class and I'm like, oof, like it is, it's rough today, y'all. I'm having a day, but like, we're going to get through this. And like the second song in, mm-hmm. I'm screaming. I'm like, yes, you know, like I'm super hyped and I get myself hyped sometimes. And uh, I think it's all the same, like the same way you get this like adrenaline rush or dopamine hit. I get the same thing. Yeah. Because we're doing the same movements, you know, and I just I do have to have the energy up and I do have to set the tone. Right. So it's really about setting the tone. Um, even when you don't feel like it. I mean, it's nice that you can be honest with your classes and say like, hey, guys, I'm tired. Yeah, you know, honestly, I'm sure people appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. totally. I really appreciate when the instructor comes in and they're like, it's a cold one out there. Like, yeah. this is this day is bullshit. I'm like, it yeah. is bullshit. Because we really do think all of you are like magical unicorns, <laughs> you know. Yes. So when you <laughs> when you the break back, the fourth wall, yeah, it's really nice. So something that I wanted to ask you about is um, we have noticed in um, just out in the world. A lot of people are limiting their use of the word exercise. Mm-hmm. We're starting to see the word movement and more specifically joyful movement. Do you have an opinion on those terms? So, oh my God, I feel like I'm going to go on a soapbox, but I'm going to try that. That's why you're here, Jesse. <laughs> no, no, no. It's so the word, I feel fitness in general has been co opted by diet culture, right? So, totally. like, when people say, how do you lose weight? They say diet and exercise, diet and exercise, mm-hmm. diet and exercise. exercise. It's not that exercise is part of dieting. It's that mm-hmm. they want you to diet and It's a part exercise. of losing weight. Right. And yeah. so you get this. I think it's because as a culture, we have designed ourselves to think that exercise means punishment, means changing our bodies. When scientifically, I mean, if you look at the meaning of exercise, or even the meaning of fitness, the yeah. meaning of fitness is literally, um, I mean, you'll, you could probably look it up, but it, in, in, in its, in its, in its rawness it's being able to live your daily life at the most optimal performance i was gonna say being alive (laughs) and there's like five basic like movements right of fitness Mm -hmm. and they're all relative to your life like lifting a bag like these kinds of movements you know all of these like lad all of those things that we're taught and especially as a fitness instructor Mm -hmm. are taught specifically for you to live your life optimally Mm -hmm. moving through life so that's going up the stairs yes picking something up from the floor it's it's just how you move through life, right? So I think sometimes movement is a really nice way to say it because you are moving through this life, right? You wanna, and, but I think, so there's a space, I call myself, I call my class joyful movement because it very much is. But there's also some classes that are not considered joyful and I don't think that's a bad thing, right? Mm-hmm. right? So, and I think it's whatever you create joy out of. Some people really like hardcore instructors, mm-hmm. boot camp style, they want you to yell at them and that's like, that's what they prefer. And that's on like, no, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Like at one point in time, that was me though, because I was like, I, because I punished my own self. Right. Right. I was like, I need someone to punish me. Right. Or like, Mm -hmm. that's because I was always punishing myself to go work out. So if someone was telling me, oh, you're saying what I'm saying. Yeah. So like, we must be aligned. Yeah. Right. So, so not all movement is joyful, but I think it's what you you have to find what's good for you, right? Exercise mm-hmm. can be so so many things. I always tell people, tap into your inner child. Did you like playing in the pool with your cousins? Go take swim. Like, right. you yeah. know, like, did you like jumping rope? You know, there's like, there's so many different ways that also, you can. Also, commuting in New York City is. <laughs> is a workout. Right? Oh, oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> My doctor said it wasn't. My doctor was like, so do you exercise? And I was like, oh, I do like. 10,000 steps a day because I'm commuting and going to shows. And, and she was like, well, that doesn't really count. Uh, <laughs> like, honey, excuse me. If you was at any other place. 10,000 <laughs> steps. That's a, that's that a crazy insane. thing to say, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, because you're doctor. so right. Like, this I is such a, yeah. it's such a walkable <laughs> city that we live in that you're already getting more movement I in, am in a day. I active and fit and fat. Totally, totally. <laughs> around the city. Well, um, another thing that I think is really important that a lot of people don't think about is that if you find something that really fires you up, mm-hmm. like it it ignites your inner child, it makes you excited and you actually do feel happy doing that movement, you're so much more likely to keep it up. Exactly. So it's just not really a good form of motivation to be punishing yourself or to be doing boot camp classes if you don't enjoy doing them and you leave the class feeling completely drained and 
like obviously you're going to be tired in those classes. That's mm-hmm. normal. But like your energy is drained and you don't enjoy that. You're just doing it because you think you have to. Totally. You're not going to want to go back. No. And my classes are very, I feel like they're the opposite of boot camp. Like I'm like, take a water break whenever you need. <laughs> oh, I'm like, nice. When, I'm like, if you're not dancing, you're cheering for someone. Like it's, yeah. it's just because you have to remind yourself. And I, I, I tell people to breathe. Every, I'm like, breathe, guys, breathe. Like make sure we're breathing. Make sure we're, you know, our class is only 40 minutes, but we still have a one minute break in between <laughs> because I'm just like, people need to catch we themselves. Need we need the, yeah. the extra support. And then also, I mean, we talked about how we started the class, so we end the class in affirmations. And I feel like that's very, you know, we talk about joyful movement and we talk about saying stuff that we love. It's so important to affirm ourselves like, yo, we did that. Like, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for showing up, body. Thank you for showing up today and doing something for me. And that was really, that was really, that was really cool of me to do that for myself. And I want to keep doing that, you know, and that's, it's that 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 thankful because we thank everyone else yes. all the time, right? We're thank you so much, thank you so thank much. Thank you, body. I talk yeah. to my body all the time. Remy and Emily make fun of me because I'll yeah. be like, "Oh, she was yelling at me today," and they're like, "It's like, she? who are you talking like, about? My, my body, her." Yeah. <laughs> like, I thank Let her me tell you every something. day. You are the expert of your own body. Yes. Okay. Like, you know, but outside of fitness, outside of medical, like you yourself, physically, you know what's going on with your internal organs. Mm-hmm. You know what's going on with your body. So it's very important to listen and whether that's how you like to move, how you like to feel, all of that is personal. Um, and I know you were talking about doctors, but like legit, find yourself a new doctor. I know, I'm always on the hunt. There's all these yeah. listservs <laughs> where it's like fat-friendly doctors and like none of them are in New York City. Yeah. I'm working on interesting. it. I know. That's well, very you, interesting. I, I have a hot tip about just medical things in general. Not, I won't like go too deep into this, but like I started to – like these people, okay, no, they're doctors, I need, right? I need tips. But they also work for patients, right? Yes. So like I, I decided I'm going to build my team. Who's part of Jesse's medical team? And I started to look at it outside of like, I have to find, like, I'm like, no, who's going to fit my, yes. like, I interviewed doctors. I'm paying you. Like, I legit, I went to like I'm three different boss. doctors. And it was in, like, I honestly, it probably was doing the most, but <laughs> in a way it's like, I found like a doctor I love. I found a neurologist I love. Yes. I found like a therapist I love. It's all because I decided to say like, no, like, I need this to fit for me. Yes. So I need to find someone that works for me. And it's totally so, okay to be like, hey, it's not a fit or like yeah. just going to somewhere it's not, else. You don't have to. If you're listening, you do not have to stay with the same doctor. <laughs> yeah. And you don't totally. have to blindly trust them. Like you, you are right that you do kind of need to date around the same way. Yeah. I mean, people say this with therapists all the time. Literally, I do and that with therapists. We just talked about, you know, you want to go to different gym classes. You want to go to different. And I know we're not going to that, but I'm just, you said it and it stuck in my head. So I had to tell you. I'm like, no, it's, it's really important. I think a good tip and I heard this we'll talk about the summit in a minute but like a a big tip for like big girls at the doctor is when they ask you to weigh just decline decline and you can kind of feel out if they're cool with that or not yeah you know and if they're just like okay then it's like okay this is not a safe space but sometimes they'll be like like my gyno I'm like no thanks and she's like okay anyways yeah no it's really helpful to know especially because so many people get triggered being weighed at the doctor I get triggered by it you don't need to be a certain body size to get triggered by it especially because I feel like we're out of diet we're out of that diet culture where we're constantly weighing ourselves I feel like that was a very like 90s 2000 way of like just like you talk about like weight watchers like chalk suddenly like check-ins all girl is coming back okay (laughs) you know what but I'm but so so yeah naturally it's like you go in there you're like oh god like I gotta know a number I'm 12 again at Weight Watchers. No, yeah, I, I think for everyone, like, you know? obviously, if you are being prescribed medication, there yeah, are certain things totally. that they do need to do, to know your weight for, for yeah. dosage um, and to track those types of things. And that's important. But you don't need to be weighed if you go in because your wrist hurts. Exactly. You know, it, it's like Literally. every time I go in, I have a toothache. <laughs> they're weighing me. Like, right. what? You don't need to do that. You don't need to stress yourself out totally. over that. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy, you go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great, you'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. 
the ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. You recently helped produce a summit in Manhattan. Yeah. And Lauren actually attended the summit. I would love to hear both of your experiences of that event. Yeah, I mean, I'll talk a little bit about what it is, but then would love to. Yeah. I mean, I'd lo- would love to hear you. An audience like perspective. An audience perspective. Yeah. But um, That's so par- part of um, when we started Power Plus Wellness, it was all about like movement classes. But we realized also that we had to, there was a barrier. And the barrier was that people were still stuck in their heads about movement or about the perceived notion of what movement could look like. And so we started these like free your mind events. And they were basically like, more about seminars and ways for us to connect as a community and talk about health and wellness in a fat body, get experts to come in, um, have meditations, have a little bit of movement, but really just like gather and kind of let go of some of these stigmas and really openly talk about this. Um, You know, I do this for a living, I talk about it, but I'm privileged to do that because there are people who are the only fat person in their friend group or the only fat person in their family and they don't have that space to just like openly say like, hey, I've been struggling with, XYZ or like I want to move but like the perception of this makes me nervous and so mm-hmm. saying that in a safe space and talking and also just talking about some things that are just false about the you know the stigmas of bodies and how and and weight equating to health and that, you know we we talked about a lot of that stuff and breaking that down and so it was really just a way for us to say hey guys if you're nervous about movement, especially because I think what can be also interesting is that you can see a plus size group working out. And even if you come from a body positive space, you can outwardly look at that and say, oh, these they're in diet culture. Mm-hmm. They're in diet culture because they're working out. And I almost turn that back around and say to you, why do you think working out is part of diet culture? Yeah. Right. We don't promote weight loss. We're not. That's not like our mission is we talk about there's so many ways that fit what fitness does for you, right? Better, better sleep, better sex, better yeah, everyday life, like better endurance, better strength, energy, mood, Ener- sleep. things that have nothing to do so with, many things besides with weight, weight loss, loss, right? Yeah. And so, when we promote all those things, and so, so yeah, that's kind of where that's how it birthed to the mission of like, we need to get people out of their heads mm-hmm. and into the classes. I love that it's like a, it was a plus size wellness event. Not about weight loss, you know, yeah. like, and I feel like you're right. Everybody equates wellness with weight loss or like we're working out. Oh, they're trying to shrink themselves. And it's like, no, we're we're like building endorphins together and jiggling around. And my favorite part was um, the panel, the panel discussion. Yeah, we had so like a plus size dietitian. Um, fitness instructor, influencer. Yeah, and then Amanda, one of our right. yeah, one of our board members. Yeah. A board member. From- Shout out to Amanda. She's hey, amazing. Amanda. <laughs> and it was great because everybody was saying things that like I think but don't say out loud. I also have like maybe just a couple plus size friends, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so being around like powerful women in their field that involves health. I did appreciate Kimmy talking about sex. Yeah. You know, she was like we have as fat people like we have lots of sex and it's good and it's fun and i'm like okay yeah like my body can have sex you know <laughs> it seems so basic it seems obvious but, but like so many single plus girls were just like oh nobody wants me and it's like yes they do oh yeah yes they i'm mm. <laughs> i know i was like i never had a problem let me tell you that is a lie you are you are blessed you are that blessed because i, I think um <laughs> no. there is like this no it, it's more of like there's just the outwardly right i feel like people like you in secret which is a very it's for, annoying it's they want to like yeah I, you know there's the stereotypical <laughs> thing where they want to like take you out to dinner at like this Chinese restaurant on the edge of town oh my God. or like invite you to their house, but not take but you not out. But not take you out. It's oh, so, we've all been there. This is a little bit of a tangent, but it's funny. I was having a conversation with a couple of the betches in the office um, about dating and stuff. And we were all vibing and like being like, yeah, that's annoying. And that's annoying. And then one of them was like, yeah. And then when they just want to like show you off and I'm like, oh, I don't deal with like that's <laughs> That's what I want, you know, is I want, 
somebody to be like, this is my girl. Look who I'm out with. I have to admit, I've never experienced that either. You know? Like whoever said that is, I, I mean, they're living a life. Yeah. I'm like, don't complain. <laughs> Excuse me. It's so annoying when they just want to show you you arm candy. You know what I mean? That's really hard. No, but Kimmy was awesome. Uh, Yeah. And and, uh, I think so the panel that that was curated again, shout out to Amanda. Um, She's uh, she's just actually joined our Power Plus Wellness team and has been like an amazing asset to like the wellness part of it. Mm -hmm. And just really thinking about, yes, this perceived notion of like what we've thought about the health and wellness space for such a long time. And also just also knowing that she, she actually has done a lot of research on weight loss and uh, weight stigma. And so it was really, yes, this is what was popping off was the stuff about how weight stigma is like way more dangerous to us than actual quote unquote being overweight, you know? And actually the stigma of weight loss and the the constant berating is actually Mm -hmm. equivalent to like a lot of the stress that like people in uh, lower incomes and like yes. low income communities face, like the stress is actually equivalent. Mm-hmm. Research has been done. And so this is, it's not, you know, you know, we can all joke and be like, oh, like people just need to have more confidence. But it's like, no, we've been told our entire lives, like subtly or to our faces yeah, <laughs> that we're not worthy of something, right? Or that, oh, you're, you're not married yet because ex, you know, if you lost a little weight, you'll find a husband. If you... Or find a partner, you know, like, oh, if you, I've, I've had people say like, oh, now that, to, to one of my dear friends who is like a boss ass bitch, okay, she's like an SVP of a company and her mom was like, now that you're like an SVP, like, shouldn't you like, look the part? Look the part. Wow. To, I was like, I do look the part <laughs> because I'm alive really? and yeah. I'm here. Oh my Lord. That must be, I mean, that's got to be really defeating because imagine how hard you need to work to get into a position of power like that. And then people are still concerned that you don't, quote, look the part. Yeah, that's horrible. It is. And it's just. Yeah. So, you know, a a lot of that was just like, hey, like you don't have to like stand for that shit. And also, like, how can you how can you talk to someone about something like how can you say Mm -hmm. that? that makes you feel uncomfortable? Yeah. You know, you guys gave a lot of good tips, like actionable tips yeah. on things to say at the doctor's office with a therapist, how to find one. That's you know, like- it was actually the really coolest part of that event. We had f- like three or four therapists at our event. Oh, right. And like so many people were talking about how they did not have a therapist that was like fat friendly. Mm-hmm. And then after the event, like these therapists sent me their information that they're openly accepting clients. And we like hooked up like at oh, least I'm a sure couple of people up. from that event who are now like their clients and like it's, it's insane to me. I'm like that's the best call to action Jessie, after an you're event. Saving lives. I, it's not an exaggeration. Like you do so much good for other women. It's amazing and very I, inspiring. I didn't realize that all therapists were not fat friendly. Are you serious? Yeah. Ooh, no, I, I have really, stories. Can, oh, can, oh. <laughs> have you had a, an experience with a non-fat friendly therapist? I, ju- I, I just think of therapists as like they'll shepherd you through anything and Dude, like your body is not an yeah. issue. Go, go in, Lauren. Two, two quick tales. <laughs> yes. Okay. So my therapist in South Carolina, nice lady. She, I, I do credit her with saving my life back in South Carolina. She taught me all about codependency and like got me out of a really dark time. Thank you for that, Ruth. Um, Shout out to Ruth. But when I moved to New York City, I had like a virtual session with her and I sent her a video of my comedy to be like, here's what I've been up to. And the first thing she said in our session is, wow, you've gotten, I noticed you've gotten so big. Like, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. Immediate. Uh, I want to. Yeah. So I stopped seeing her. Story number two, a therapist in New York, I went to see him and I was talking about how I feel, you know, shocker like some insecurity with around dating and body size and of course he was like well you got to lose weight oh my god okay and he taught me an exercise he was like he, <gasps> in gonna, therapy i'm like mad i'm like so i'm raging in this chair <laughs> this is i mean it's very common lord he was like hold your hand and do this and turn your neck and it'll give you a skinny face and that way you don't have to lose too much weight but your face can be thin and that should help you with dating I'm sorry. They teach you this in therapy school. What is stop. going on? Well, fat phobia is everywhere. That is awful. You know that that really. I just had a a real reality check moment because I just <laughs> I just never considered that. I just never considered that. Like if you expressed uh, unhappiness in your life, that they might suggest weight loss. But it makes total sense Constantly. because they are 
you know, they have an anti-fat bias as well. Yes. Therapists are regular people too. And now my therapist is so great. I mean, he, he, he's a man, but he is wonderful. Like he, I taught him about the word fat in a neutral way and he's mm-hmm. so cute. He's like in his 70s. You have to, like, honestly, there's, here's the thing. I think you have to sometimes teach people. Yeah. Things are constantly changing. It's annoying, but if they'll, but if, if they're, they're willing, willing and open, yes. it's the same thing like, you know, like gender is changing all these things are Mm -hmm. there's just like so many expressions of people and i feel like if you're open to hearing people and hearing like what they have to offer and when how they have perspective on life like like, that's the best you can offer it's just being an open person and being kind like kindness is is free y'all like it's not that hard Mm -hmm. you know and so uh, that's what we're looking for in therapists kindness openness willing to listen and he's so cute when he says as a fat woman, blah, 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 blah. Like, <laughs> oh, Don, you're doing so great. I love him. He sounds very scholarly. He's the best. <laughs> so we actually polled our listeners on their different pain points with working out. And we yeah. thought you would be a good person to ask about these things. Because there are a lot of reasons why people don't want to work out. And it's totally. not always just body size or feeling uncomfortable in a class. But sometimes it can be that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've compiled the most common answers. There were so many answers. Oh, my gosh. Our audience does not want to work out. No, Jesse. Honestly, hard Listen, related. Yeah. I feel you. And it's again, it's it's the perceived notion of what working out is to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so I, I'm just curious how you would respond to some of these things, common issues that people have with working out. The first one was finding the motivation to even start. So there let's say like you've taken years off of working out or you're not really you haven't been into fitness before. Like, how do you even get the motivation to start? Start small. I'm going to say this now. People start their New Year's resolution. They're like, I'm going to go to the gym every day. Oh, I'm yeah. going to. And then you fail because you're like setting in, in crazy expectations. Mm-hmm. If you went to the gym once a week for a year, that is 52 workouts you have done. Wow. Okay. In a year. That's probably more than you did the pre year before. You don't 52 have 52 more. <laughs> to be exact. <laughs> You, but that's what I'm saying. Like you, people think like they have to go ham, and I'm like, mm-hmm. y'all, movement could happen once a week. It is not take the pressure off. It, take the pressure exactly. Yeah. Take the pressure off. All our Virgos out there, the workout no, doesn't really. have to be perfect. Truly, no. But it is so easy to get into that state of mind where it's like once a week, I might as well not do it at all. I have had that right. thought before, a hundred percent. But like. Because it sounds small, but when you look at it in a long term, that's the thing is people are so focused on the short term. That's that immediate, I must do this now. And then the longevity of it, the discipline of it, because motivation fades. It's really like you have to have the discipline if you want to keep going on a consistent basis more than once a week. Yeah. You have to have discipline. Motivation just goes out the window. And listen, I am not the most disciplined person. So I cannot even tell you that I'm disciplined in doing that. I disagree. That. You <laughs> teach so many classes. Not to Well, teaching is different than going for myself. For personal right? stuff. Oh, yeah. So, oh, we so, skipped that question about... You know what I mean? So it's one of those yeah. things where you have to like kind of... Because uh, I work out for work, so it's a little bit different. Yeah. But for me, I, I do have to find time for myself to say like, I want to go swimming or I want to go to a yoga class. With, mm-hmm. You know, I want to be the student and not have to think. About You're saying you don't always want to be teaching no, more classes, Jesse? I will, I wow. love being a student. <laughs> no, I know. Um, another one we got was, I don't know if we have a fix for that. If you are uh Oh, my God. This one, <laughs> this one was really common, and it actually surprised me. But then I was like, no, they're they're so right. This is why I don't work out personally. So <laughs> I, I would love to know the yeah. answer. Um, having plans after, having to shower, when to fit it into the day. Because you have to wash your hair after. No, it's like so you don't true. Like, smell at this a, workout at work. is gonna fuck up my hair washing schedule. It messes up like my whole month, you know. Because Je- I mean, we're sitting here and having a good time, but Jesse hasn't seen me in a class in like six months. Like I'm like I, I can't wash my hair. Right. <laughs> Help. Well, my curly hair gets better with a little sweat. So like, oh. <laughs> I'll say like natural salts in your hair. Like don't don't Not knock the worst it. Thing. There's some dry shampoo, but uh, it gives you it gives you a nice musk. Yeah. Well, here here's the thing. Working out before work, I, I think is it. You would have to be at a gym close to your job, yeah. right? You just have to. That's I mean the only way that's gonna work. I personally am not a morning person. Neither I'm not, am I. I'm not one to like start my day working out. 
And That's at just night not my I jam. have shows, so I'm not going to the classes. <laughs> you know? For some people, they say doing it in the morning like sets the tone for I'm their whole day. I'm actually physically exhausted. I used to CrossFit at 6 a.m. Wow. And I would go into oh. work and I was so tired by 12. Yeah, I was you like, just how moved do, to Boulder. I was like, how do people do this. You just fl- you just spend an hour flipping tires. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you don't want to go like, to work. I, so that was like, this is, doesn't make sense to me. I have no more energy to give. I like, so I think it, so one I say it depends on the day for you. It sounds like for this person, they're thinking about starting it in the morning and like kind of ru- ruining their day. But I also say like, why does movement have to make you sweaty? I'll, I'll start there. Like movement. You just yeah. fixed me. Yes, <laughs> I can do just a little. You don't have to get sweaty. Yeah. Um, That's a good point because like certain, um, weights like specifically with with lifting weights i noticed this like you don't always get super sweaty super musty yeah you don't stretching always get sweaty doesn't have to stretching sweaty. yeah sometimes yoga depending on the type of yoga because sometimes you can be full <laughs> sweat yoga yeah. but it depends so yeah i would say two things one change the way you're moving right because if you're thinking that the movement that you're doing is making you sweat then try something slower mm-hmm. uh and two change the time that you do it if you yeah. You think in the morning it's too much. And like I said, once a week. So do it on wash on hair wash day. Yes. Right. I'm a princess. I mean, that kind of, I, I just, I, yeah. I just do it on hair wash day. Or you could have <laughs> like <done>. your, <laughs> you could have your super hard, sweaty workout on hair wash day. And exactly. then uh, on other days, you do like gentle Plan yoga. around it. Low impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I'm like, I'm one of those people, like if I wash my hair and like, I know that we're going to the pool, I'm like, damn, why'd I wash my hair? It's so upsetting. I'm so upset. I wasted so a hair upsetting. wash. <laughs> It is the so worst I get feeling. It. Like yeah. their 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 point is valid. Like that's a valid ass question. Your feelings are valid, <laughs> listeners. It actually it came up a bunch. Now this one we did touch on, but being perceived, just being perceived. Yeah, like having people look at you, having people like fear of judgment mm-hmm. in a workout class. This is a barrier to entry in a way. Yeah. Like just being around people working out yeah so I would say one if you're a fitness instructor listening like praise is so important to every single one of your clients and whether they're really trying hard or they're like your best student it is so important to just offer that affirmation and praise um just calling that out but also for yourself right because sometimes it's hard for us to find that within ourselves you know I I do find the notion that everyone is in their own head feels comforting like knowing right. that I'm also nervous, but the girl next to me is also yeah, nervous. Yeah, it feels like you're on stage, but it's like everyone is also Everyone feeling... here, yeah. I know the person in the front of the class who knows the routine is like, they're feeling great and that's good for them. Mm-hmm. And I also say this, like, start slow. Some of the best tips I give for people is like, start with a friend. If you can, find a buddy, be in the back of the class and laugh. Mm-hmm. Go in it jokingly. Go in and say like, we're going to look ridiculous together work out as a joke yes no this i'm not, not it's literally i'm it's it's like not it's, wouldn't it be hilarious it's not even funny but it's out? actually funny no like yeah one of my me and my friends went to like a house a house uh dance class it was like crazy for house work music house music oh fine and i was like this is gonna be insane it's and a joke but the not. footwork were so into, like we were hysterically laughing because we were so bad at it yeah and it was like, as a dancer and as a perfectionist, I want to, I could be like, how, how am I not getting this? Like, how no, am I not getting, you know? you're still moving. But we're like yeah. hysterically laughing because we knew it was something that we're both trying. Mm-hmm. And we both knew that like, if we went together, we would have a great time. And we did, because I went, if I went alone and I was trying to be perfect, I would have ruined my own experience. Totally. Ruined my own experience. And I have done that as myself. So get, get silly with yourself. Get silly. Yeah, if you can get yeah. silly with a friend. Work out at home. Start at home. Like, there's nothing wrong with working out at home. And find a community. I would say find a community. That's why we started Power Post Wellness. I truly believe that community cultivates confidence. And so when you're in a in a space that you feel good and that people around you are hyping you up. So it's not that I'm in comparison with you. Now I'm in a team with you. Now I'm in a community with you. Yeah, so maybe try group fitness classes instead of just, like, going to walk on an island on a treadmill in front of everybody. Yes. You know, that might 100%. be 100%. Change the way you move. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, we talked about this a lot. But fatphobic fitness culture, trainers asking about weight goals, et cetera. Because some people do want to just go to the gym and work it out but it can be really frustrating yeah it's so frustrating when you go to a class I was telling Lauren before the mics were on that um years ago I went to an indoor cycling class on Thanksgiving 
and uh, it was Thanksgiving morning. So obviously the instructor was like, you know, what are you guys working towards? Mm. Like, this is great because then you can enjoy your food and your wine. And then that got me in my head mm-hmm. thinking, what if next year I don't want to work out on Thanksgiving yeah. morning? Then I can't mm. drink wine. Like, I never even thought about that. And I think this language comes comes up all the time, especially from trainers, because that's like that that's what motivates people, I guess. But there's got to be a better way. And not every space is power plus wellness or free the jiggle like our listeners New York based, please come check out a class with Jesse. But if not, like, what are your tips for just quote unquote regular gyms? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I, I think people um, like reward systems, right? Or And sometimes I think they feel like exercise is a reward or it's a ex- excuse or, or some way of like, I, I did this, so now I can't do X, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that was what creates the punishment culture, right? Because if I yeah. don't do it, I don't get X. Yeah. And so I think again, you uh, if you're still on this, and if you're still using food, first of all, if you're not a, if you're a fitness instructor and you're not a nutritionist, don't talk about food. You don't have Amen. the right to totally. And Enough we and that. even in our like in my studies, like we can it, it's clear to us like send them to a specialist. So you yes. can you can say basic things. You can say like here are the things that I know. But Tell like your body is di- yeah. I'm also I don't, I don't know care. your body. I don't know yeah. what you're going through. I don't know what internal like shit you got going on. Right. You know, like I can't. And also, what works for me is not going to work for you. Mm-hmm. We could you and I could eat the same thing every day and do the same work workouts, out the same workouts, and we still will have different results because of our chemical bodies or like our 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 genealogy, everything. You have to find other metrics than weight loss. I think if you're an instructor and you're only showing progress pictures of weight loss, that you're not a full, you're not a well spec, like a full spectrum instructor, that you're only looking at the outside when as mm-hmm. a fitness instructor, there is way more benchmarks that you can be looking at. Yeah. Are they lifting more? Do they have more energy? Yes. Are they doing something faster? Right. There is just so many different things that you can measure mm-hmm. other than your weight. And, and, and I think, Again, people in in the same vein, clients look at that and say, "Oh, they must be good because X, Y, Z." When and and then I and then then it's like I must look like this, right. right? Because that's hey that that before body looks like my body. Should I look like the after? Should I be the after body? You know. And so I, I challenge people to say, if you're just looking at the exterior, you're a superficial instructor, and like think about why you came, went into fitness. Like It's also helpful for people working out to remember that their fitness instructors are also dealing with all these internalized diet culture, fat phobic things. So it's like they're not um, the voice of God, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes we go in there thinking like, oh, well, they think I'm bad. And it's like, well, let them. They're wrong. You know, I'm going to mm. go work out anyways. So remembering they're human, yes. I think, could also be helpful. Totally. Absolutely. There's just a lot of... Um, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like if you are in a space where you want to help people, you have to understand like people's personal struggles or people's personal uh, goals, mm-hmm. right? Not everyone in your class is going to have the same goal. And I, I want to say this, like, th- and especially because I feel like there are people who are going to come because I can play devil's advocate, right? There are people who are going to say, well, weight has, you know, if, if you're heavier than this XXYZ can happen, mm-hmm. right? And yes. But there are also things that like there is if you are sick and you gain weight, it's because you are sick. Right. And so we have to get to the root problem of that. And so I think sometimes people think just lose weight. No, there's a there's another problem that's going on. And especially in the medical field. Right. So that's why I say, like, be careful when people just tell you to lose weight when you're sick or when you're going through something because you're like, hey, you know, when I had a stroke two years about a year and a half ago, it was insane. Yeah. And uh we have time over time for all that story. Yeah, but, wild. you know, thinking about this perceived notion of like the three months before my stroke, I had lost 20 pounds in like a couple of months. And it was mm-hmm. very alarming. It was mm-hmm. like my body. I'm not used to losing weight. Like what is happening? You're sick. And people are like, you look <laughs> so great. You yeah. look amazing. What are oh. you doing? I'm not working out as much. I'm not dancing as much. I'm actually I'm sick. Right. I'm stressed but out. But thin equals health. Too. And then I had a stroke. You know what I mean? And so yeah. it was so hard to, for people to be like, hey, you look so great. And I'm like, I'm actually very fucking sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so so I, I need people to, to strip away the idea first yes. to say, 
if someone has gained weight, there could be something going on, right? And, or there could there just could not be, right? And if they've lost a lot of weight... It's also none your business. Yeah. If they've lost a lot of weight, there could be something wrong too, but it's like their personal journey. Yeah. And it's like, it's so weird for us to comment on... Like, we can celebrate thinness. Like, you look so great, but like, are weirded out when people like gain weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like I said, like I when I... When, you know, I had the stroke and then when I felt better, I gained my healthy weight back that I was. Yes. And, you know, it was like, no one was saying you look great anymore. Well, but like, I'm gain, like, yeah, you know, but I wish someone would say like, wow, you look like you look healthier again. Like you mm-hmm. look like you're back to yourself. I know that was a really hard struggle for you last year. Right. And like, I'm so glad to see that you're back at, you know, you're back feeling great. You know what I mean? Right. And it, it's just so so it's just so interesting how we see thinness. We don't see it as sickness mm-hmm. when weight loss or weight gain can mean so many different things for our own bodies. And so I have to just tap into what that is like for is for you. Yeah. What is going on in your body that is changing? Our bodies constantly change. You're not gonna have your 18 year old body, that's your 18 year old body, honey. I was gonna say age, like yeah. your body finds new set points over time. Yes. Yeah, not your anybody's 20 year old body is not your 30 year old body, your 30 yeah. year old body is not your 40 year old body. And that's your body is constantly evolving. I don't want my 20 year old body because I'm not a 20 year old anymore. Right, right. We need to get more comfortable with our bodies just changing. Yes. Because I hear it all the time. Like I, I'm in my 30s, a lot of my friends are in their 30s. and they'll kind of lament like, oh, when I was 18, I was a size two or, you know, like they'll yeah, say that. And I'm like, well, you were a teenager. Yes. You know, you can't really compare your current self to that because it's basically a different body that you have now. I also love how smart I am now and all the things that I've learned and the way I don't beat myself up as much anymore and the way I'm less shameful on myself and others. It's like, why would I want to be who I was when I was 25. Right. 35 it's so interesting. Old is a badass bitch. I see. You. No, I see <laughs> the older the older I get and the older I'm also in my 30s, but the, I feel like you know, I have a lot of friends in their in their 40s and also even in their 50s and I feel like the more, you know, confidence you get in your body and even as you get older, like a lot of them are wish they had the confidence they had now yes. in their 20s. So it's like, yeah, you can want your 20-year-old body, but uh, my tw- my 20-year-old self-esteem was uh, not <laughs> She was not thriving. Okay. Get my <laughs> brain. Goodbye. I yeah, do not want to see like, that. I'll bitch. take a healthier brain over the body, girl. Absolutely. We were struggling Absolutely. out here. Absolutely. And there's so many things to appreciate about your body at any size. So totally. we we shouldn't be fixated on. We the love size. all bodies here at All Bodies Are Worthy. This is very specific, but it's something that actually resonated with me a lot. When you start working out and then you pull or tweak something when you're just trying to stay consistent. This has happened to me. And if you have a, a if you don't have opinions on this, mm-hmm. that's fine. But it has happened to me over and over again. I'll, I'll not work out for a couple of weeks. Then I'll go for one workout. I'll be so debilitatingly sore. Like, really sore. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like, you know, kind of pull something in my shoulder or something. I'll be like, great. Why did I even go back? <laughs> great. I should have just not worked out at all. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> well, so... I'm going to actually, so yeah, I'm going to put it, turn it back to you, right? I said this is a good example. So do you feel like you go extra hard because you haven't Mm. been? I honestly feel like it's just any time away, Mm -hmm. then I'm no longer used to those movements. I'll I'll, catch up. I'll be more specific. No, I I, like regular workouts. Like I, I, uh. Couldn't go to the gym for like two weeks. And then I went back and all I did were some squats and some lunges. Super simple. Mm -hmm. I could not walk downstairs for like an Mm -hmm. entire week. And then I'm like, okay, like how can I be consistent when I'm always sore? Do you have any tips for that? Like combating the after effects? I would say, so a lot of times with soreness, sometimes even just comes from lack of hydration. So I would say try to drink like before, even especially if you haven't worked out in a week or two, six Drink like at least one or two glasses of water before you go in. It's definitely going to help with your recovery. So, you know, and, you know, if you want to take like supplements and all that stuff, we could get into that. But really, it's more just like water is the the best thing you can do right before a workout. And I think a lot of it to do is one is, yes, your body has to get used to it again. Right. It's my muscle memory. So the muscle is like, whoa, we haven't we haven't done this in a minute. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's get back into it. Um, but it's also just, again, having that extra hydration because you are adding more energy to your body. You're doing more things. So your body is working harder than it normally is. So you want to just have more water for sure, stretching if you can. But there is like, I, for me, look, I have the knees of a, of an 80 year old. Like I have arthritis and both of them. And I know do for you? me, I do. Yeah. I tore my ACL. 
Oh, damn. Uh, in a rugby game. This was like in my late, my, my early 20s oh, when I was playing rugby. rugby. Yeah. It was like, I've been in sports and fit, I've been in sports my whole life. sports, I was, my mind did not go to rugby. That's pretty yeah, high soft, octane. I went, it's like softball, rugby, basketball. Um, oh, cool. You're so strong. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, listen. I'm a strong. I'm little, but I am. Yeah, you're, I'm five li- you're like a little pit bull. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, that is that is my persona. Um, okay, we've talked a lot about working out, but other than movement, do you have any favorite self care practices? Things that keep you sane? Yeah. So you know, I said this from the beginning, but I have ADHD. A lot of people with neurodivergence, this is like a lot of anxiety around everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Um, and anxiety creates so much sickness in our bodies. Actually, anxiety is what got me really sick. Uh, I was working in a project that made me extremely anxious. And I sat for hours and hours and gave myself a blood clot, essentially. And like that's how it traveled to me. It was insane. But I say this because stress is one of, I think it's like the second biggest like stressor of the heart. And so yeah. when I think about wellness sometimes I I just think about like how can I just be less anxious in my body and also when I'm anxious how does my body feel I think for me it was after realizing when I had this stroke I, w- I got more in tune with my body to start listening like, yes so when I'm upset like why am I am I hungry am I do I have a headache like is my body feeling right is it an emotion uh, I just with my daughter too especially because we talk about body parts all the time like what is your brain telling you what yeah. is your stomach telling you what is your heart telling you because there are different things that your brain can tell you versus what your heart's telling you, right? Your brain could tell you things that are not true, right? And so we have my, to like- My body's saying, let's go, but my heart is saying no. I think Christina Aguilera <laughs> said that, right? Wise words. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I had to, I, I had that. to. Yes, but it's true. It's true. Listen to, you gotta, you gotta be more internal and- um for me it's it's really it's this practice of listening to my body has been I'm addicted really cool. to it I love it she's yeah very, she's very loud yeah um, my- <laughs> I love that you like you talk you talk about your body in in like third person it's she's so gendered great. yeah she, yeah <laughs> she is a woman she is a loud woman yeah my my therapist and my intuitive eating um dietitian have both been very good about teaching me to just notice what's happening in my body like not even investigating fully like like, oh, am I tired? Am I this? It's just being like, oh my gosh, my back hurts. Mm. Just being tuned in with what's yep. going on and being yeah. in the body in your space. So, yeah. yeah. Where can people find you, follow you, learn more about Power Plus Wellness? Absolutely. Yeah. If you're looking, if you're in NYC or virtual, we have some virtual classes as well. But oh, if yeah. you are in NYC uh, or want to join us virtually, you can join us at Power Plus Wellness. We have all these type of classes from aerial yoga to aqua zumba to Ooh. kettlebells, all these things. And if you want to specifically join me and join us for the jiggles, <laughs> we're every Thursday uh, in the city. You can find me at Curves with Moves or at Free the Jiggle. Fabulous. Well, that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to dst at betches.com to get them answered and follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you liked this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Of course, follow me at Lauren Hope Crass. Follow me at Lubination. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.